conquer local. It's really a breath of fresh air. Good times. I help leaders go from anxiety to authority under pressure. And then let's go and get it. It's an ecosystem. The hardest part here is going to be getting me to shut up on this one. Conquer Local with Vendasta. Hosted by Jeff Tomlin. Welcome to the Conquer Local podcast. Our show features successful sales leaders, marketers, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs who will inspire you with their success stories. Each episode is packed with practical strategies as our guests share their secrets to achieving their dreams. Listen in to learn highlights of their remarkable accomplishments and get tips to revamp, rework, and reimagine your business. Whether you're a small business owner, a marketer, or aspiring entrepreneur, the Conquer Local Podcast is your ultimate guide to dominating your local market. Tune in now to take your business to the next level. I'm Jeff Tomlin, and on this episode, we're pleased to welcome Brian Davidson. Brian is the President and Chief Marketing Officer of Lightswitch Media. A marketing expert with over 20 years experience, he excels in both traditional and digital marketing, creating integrated strategies that boost sales and customer loyalty. Witnessing a friend's failure due to poor marketing inspired Brian to establish Lightswitch Media a visionary agency focused on empowering business owners with time-saving solutions to foster genuine, impactful relationships, growth, and success. Get ready, Conkers, for Brian Davidson coming up next on this week's episode of the Conquer Local Podcast. Right, fellow marketer coming all the way from Oshawa, Ontario, Canada. Chief Marketing Officer and President at Lightswitch Media, Brian Davidson. How you doing, man? Okay, yourself? I'm doing good. Hey, uh, thanks a lot for taking a few minutes to sit down with us and, and have a chat. Hey, I'm always interested in the in the beginnings. Um, so, d- tell me about your your journey into the marketing world and and uh, where you started and how you got to where you're at. Sounds good. I've been in the marketing game for 23 years now. Uh, in various different forms. And I really got my, you know, cut my teeth in the direct mail, direct marketing world. So I ran a, a direct mail uh, company for 20 years and um, yeah, just helping, you know, working with Canada's largest banks and financial institutions, all the way down to local mom and pop restaurants and kind of everything in between. And uh, yeah, that's kind of where I got my start. Hey, uh, Brian, I love the name light, Switch Media. Um, d- tell me a little bit about the origins on, on how you started the agency. And, and you guys had some challenges, you know, as, as we went through COVID. So t- talk, a, talk a little bit about that and, and how you went from, from there to booming. Yeah. So, I mean, Light Switch, the, the reason Light Switch came to be is we, we started getting, so we moved the, the direct mail company from Toronto to one of the suburbs east of the city. And for, as a direct result, we started working with some smaller clients. It wasn't just a downtown big, big corporate uh, company. So we had these small companies that were looking to, they were already kind of doing their own social media, that kind of stuff. But they wanted to do direct mail. And they wanted to tie the two things together somehow. And they didn't really know how to do that. So they started asking us if we could do it. Can you, can you help us with their social media to talk about this and tie it in with the, you know, the mail advertising that we're doing? And so that's kind of how we got started into that. And uh, we didn't really have anybody in-house to do that. So I took that on myself and then it just kind of started to grow. And there was more and more customers uh, coming on board, asking for things like websites and social media content management. And it got to the point where I was, I had an exit plan in place. 
for for leaving the mailing world and and going into light switch full time and then covid came along so uh you know at the end of the good the plan was the end of 2020 right we were gonna i was going to leave uh the mailing company and, and go into uh light switch full time and march 17th was the day it was saint patrick's day i was actually in florida visiting my in-laws and i got a call from the owner of the the mailing company saying Either we got to lay you off or we got to lay the staff off. What do we do here? Um, so keep the staff because you need them to keep running. And if I was March 17, 2020, a week after the pandemic was named, I'm on my own, fully, fully invested in light switch uh, in the middle of a global pandemic. You know, that that's amazing. Like, I love hearing these stories and, and I can't get enough of them of how, how people navigated you know, the change and the challenges that were presented then because, you know, they say necessity breeds innovation. And there's so many people that figured out how to make it work and and turn from, you know, scratching their head to thriving in, you know, in some sort of way. That's a great story. Yeah. There were definitely challenges along the way, right? Like where you're all of a sudden no income coming in, you're, you're full time into this. We have and no one's spending money. No one's really spending any money on marketing at the time because oh. everyone was just terrified of where things were going to go. And so we just, we, we had to, you know, it was, it was me, myself and I at the time, just trying to figure out where to go, who to contact, what contacts from the mailing world do I leverage and, and try and work with. And then we just slowly started building a stable of clients. As people started realizing, okay, Things aren't opening back up. We better be able to figure out how to how to sell stuff online, and we we got to that point. So it just started to grow from there, and it was a slow build, in particular in that first year because COVID just everyone was afraid to open up their pocketbooks, and, and probably rightly so, because you weren't really sure where things were going. Uh, but yeah, that's and then it just it just kept going from there. So uh, most. Successful people have a little formula that works for them or a recipe for success. So at Light Switch, you guys have the four T's. Uh, so talk a little bit about that. Yeah, we what's really worked was we started to figure out, you know, after those first few months of COVID and things sort of settled into whatever semblance of a routine there was, we kind of realized that people were, they needed to get online. They needed to make sure their digital marketing was working and driving driving business for them, but they didn't have the expertise. So we, we build ourselves as a virtual marketing team. So, you know, I hired someone um, back later on in 2020 uh, in the summer. And so we started building these four T's and the four T's are team, time, tech, and traffic, right? So the team was pretty self-explanatory. These are local businesses. They don't have a budget necessarily to hire a marketing person. That's just too much overhead for, for a small business or a local business to handle. So we took our expertise, my 20 years uh, in the marketing world, um, you know, I hired someone who had, you know, was doing uh, content marketing since Facebook started. Uh, so we had, we had our experience. So we created a team for them without having to hire, without all the costs and the overhead associated with that. And the whole point is to drive, is to create time because local business owners, as, as we are, as, as an agency, we, we never have enough time in the day. So we wanted to give them enough time to get back to doing what they started their business for. They wanted to become a baker or a plumber. They didn't want to become a digital marketer. It's just one of those things that has to be done to grow a business. So we gave them back some time. And then we look at tech. It was really interesting when we started diving more into the technology that local businesses were using. It was all over the place, right? There was 
social media software over here. There was a CRM maybe over here. There was something else. And they, none of those things talked to each other. So we kind of figured if we could get the tech tied together and easier to use for them, that's going to help with the time. And it's just going to make more sense. I and mean, then save them some money too, because they were spending money all over the place. And then last, everything we do when in digital marketing, in particular at Lightswitch, what we do, everything has to drive traffic. It's either got to drive traffic to their website or if they have a physical storefront, it's got to drive to the storefront. So, you know, again, putting that tech in place, giving them the back the time, having a team with expertise, and then all of that has to result in new business for them. Yeah. All right. Hey, so I, I'm, I'm going to bridge with a story here to get to a topic that uh, I'm, I'm really passionate about these days. So I was having a, a conversation. This is probably a couple of years ago with a good buddy of mine who's got an agency down in New Orleans um, that focuses on SEO and, and, and content. And uh, he's one of the authorities uh, down there. And um, he said, Jeff, you're never going to believe what we've been experimenting with and, and having a lot of success with it. I said, what? He said, snail mail. We're sending, we're, we're sending people mail. And I said, and what are the conversion rates like? He says, amazing. And uh, I said, so why, well, why do you think that is? And said, well, maybe it's, you know, people aren't doing it and be old, what's old becomes new again, but for whatever reason, it's standing out and it's blowing my mind and because he never really got into it. So we live in a digital age. So case study time. So talk to us how people can find success with direct mail in this, uh, in this digital world we live in now. Absolutely. So again, this is my this is my history. This is where I come from. But there's a, it's a simple answer of why does it work? Digital fatigue. People are just tired. Like I don't know what your phone looks like. I'm, I can I can only imagine what your phone looked like every day. Hundreds of messages, phone emails, uh, you know, DMs, whatever. There's just so much of it there, and we're constantly bombarded twenty four seven on those things. And it's the pace at which things roll through is so fast that it those messages are gone and and the attention that they grab because marketing is an attention game right we're all we're trying to do is grab attention for for our customers so the attention's gone in seconds maybe minutes if it's really good um so digital fatigue is a real thing and it works and the other reason it works is there's a perceived value to direct mail versus an email there, there's a touch and feel, it's real, right? There's a tactile sensation to it. It's paper and people know that to create a postcard costs money. So maybe the message is more valuable because it's been put on a piece of paper and then sent through the mail. And so it grabs attention. And funny story, again, we're, we're, we're I'm based in Canada as well, um, working with Canada Post for all these years. They've got studies on it and Gen Z and millennials, have huge adoption rates on direct mail because it's so unique to them. It's like it's just not something that they've grown up with. Whereas, you know, maybe you and I of a slightly different vintage, <laughs> we're used to seeing like direct that. mail, right? That was my nice way of putting it, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, calling us old bastards, we've are seen you? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we've seen that and it's not necessarily unique, but it's becoming unique again because there's not much in your mailbox anymore other than bills. So that perceived value, that uniqueness to it, the tactile feel, and then the lifespan, right? I have a great story from, it was from the direct mail world about five years ago, a client, they did a promo and it was a direct mail piece and it went out 
And someone took that, they weren't ready to buy whatever the service was at the time. They put it in a drawer where they put such things. Six months later, they called in and they made a sale off it. You're never going to get that out of a digital marketing piece. It doesn't live six months. So it just, all of those things make it unique and different. And there's lots of different ways you can make sure that it stands out in the mailbox that's there. To, to, the most important thing is that it's the message has got to be targeted and it's got to be timely. So you've got to make sure you know what you're putting and on the piece and make sure that it's being delivered at a time that makes the most sense. So, so if you get the targeting right, that piece is going to yield some great results. So you want a case study. I've got a, I've got a great set of numbers if you want to hear them. I want to hear them. I want to hear them. So this is a micro campaign, like a really small little campaign. Uh, it's actually a case study that we did. These are actual real numbers and we we have achieved, I wish I could achieve these results with all my campaigns, but we've done other ones. So we targeted local independent restaurants in my in my town of Oshawa. We identified 20 of them that had been established, met their criteria that we were looking for. We did a letter, a letter campaign. So a number 10 envelope, standard envelope that you get in there. We had our logo on it. There was a tagline across the top in color to make sure that it to entice them to open the letter. Inside was just a simple sales letter and a brochure. So we sent out, we spent $20 on the postage, sent it out to 20 businesses. We had four responses, two booked sales. Revenue generated from that $20 spend was $4,500. That's a 22,400% return on investment. Wow. Holy wow. smokes. Wow, yeah, so. And it's, it's repeatable. Yeah, there's not too many people that can get that type of return on a digital campaign. <laughs> and it is a micro campaign, so it's not, but we have, I've seen, you know, 10 times return on investment is very, very common, very, if the targeting's right, it's easy to achieve. So a 10 time return on your investment, if you spend a thousand dollars and you can generate 10 grand in revenue, I'll take that every single day. Every single day. And so you, you also have some strategies on how to integrate the direct mail with your digital campaigns as well. And, and so you, you want to talk yeah. a, about a couple of strategies so that you can leave listeners with this amazing to-do list that they're going to walk away with here because <laughs> you've already got them motivated. Those are some big numbers, Brian. Yeah. And, and, and like I said, we've, we've, we've repeated those, not never to that level again, but consistently 10 times ROI um, and or higher. But um, yeah, some of the strategies, I mean, there's there's some basic things. Um, so in the direct mail piece that's going in, you gotta make sure you utilize the things that are available to you today. QR codes, I know, and, you know, if you've been in the game long enough, we know that QR codes were the big thing probably five, 10 years ago, but I never really got the adoption rates because it was, you had to download an app and the app was kind of wonky and sometimes it worked and sometimes it didn't. Well, with today's smartphones, it's just, point your camera at it, boom, the website opens up. It's just so, so simple. So that seamless connection. So the adoption rates like QR codes are that much higher. So when we send out a direct mail piece, we're working on another campaign for ourselves. We have a box in there for, with a QR code line, driving to a landing page. That means the camera is just going to quickly scan and go to that. So making sure your landing page is mobile friendly is super, super critical. But when we do our, the integrating with, with uh, we do, we'll do Facebook, we're going to be doing Facebook targeted ads to the geography that we're going to with that. So you make sure that you're telling them in those ads, hey, keep an eye out in your mailbox because there's a postcard with details coming soon. So you're, you're sending the message out in a multitude of ways so that they get it and they see that when it comes into the mailbox and now they understand what it is. And 
from a from a direct mail perspective, it's not it, really with any marketing, but in particular direct mail, it's not a one and done. Don't send out one thing because that that might just get missed. It might a gatekeeper might get a hold of that and not get to the person you're trying to get to. Do a series of three, four, or five different pieces. Make sure there's always that QR code. Make sure your landing page is mobile optimized and it's easy to fill out forms, whatever it is you're looking for. Putting you know snapshot form. Uh, the acquisition widget kind of thing on there so people can get the information that they're looking for on that landing page, but you're all, you're driving all that stuff to there. And then on, on the digital part of it, so that, you know, we've got the direct mail piece. We've talked about how to, you know, use the Facebook ads and Facebook posts to, to hey, let people know stuff's coming, but we just make sure that the digital foundations are in place. So when we talk to our clients, we kind of do a four phase approach with it. So yeah, we're gonna do a, a direct mail campaign, but we gotta make sure that your foundations are, your website's right, you know, your SEO is kind of, the basics are in place. We'll make sure your social media content is, is doing the things that it needs to do to inform people about what's going on. Then we're gonna use the direct mail for that targeted lead gen, but maybe a LinkedIn sales navigator type campaign in there as well. And then finally we run the digital ads. To the mix so now we've, we've got them sort of let's get the back end that conversion point that we we, we talk about in, in the vendasta world make sure that conversion points right in the customer journey and then making sure that all the rest of the pieces are in place so that when you do the direct mail piece and then the digital ads everything's going to click the way you want it to yeah so you've got a great process for doing your own prospecting with uh, uh, with webinars. And so talk a little bit about that process because that, that's a super interesting funnel as well. Yeah, so we, we've really found a niche that works for us with, with online communities, like the owners of those communities that are offering services to businesses that are complementary to what we're doing. And, and the two best examples are two different types of coaches. So we actually have uh, a coach to professional organizers. So this this individual built a professional organizing business in the states, and now they're coaching other professional organizers how to create a, a a strong business foundation in that space. And then the other is a coach to coaches. So they built a, a successful coaching practice, and now they're teaching others how to do the same. So they're coaching people on how to build those businesses, but they don't have they didn't have marketing services built into that. It was telling them you need to do SEO, but they didn't have a vehicle to provide the SEO services. So we went in and, and you know prospected and networked and met with people, build rapport. Uh, often we what we did with them is we would go in and offer some complimentary services as a proof of concept to what it was. So we would show them what an SEO campaign would look like. And we wouldn't necessarily charge for that because we knew where the back end of that could look like. Um, so it was a bit of a calculated risk on that side. But so once we did that, we got in, they were all on board. Now they're now we've got a person who has a community of 500, 700, 1,000, 2,000 business owners in a space, and they're talking to them and they're promoting marketing services that we provide as part of their team. What really works for us is webinars. So what we do, they, they host these, these free webinars for the community, and we talk about topics that are important. So uh, some of the ones we've done, we did an SEO campaign because there's a lot of questions about, well, what is SEO? Why is it important? Why don't I just do my Google business profile? Isn't that good enough? So we had a webinar explaining the difference between the two and what it is and how you can do it on your own. Uh, we've done, you know, the Google Analytics switch over to GA4, um, different, what does a good website look like? Those types of things. But really what we come at it from is that it's, we're, we're trying to add value. 
We're trying to add value to those communities. So we're not selling. We're educating and we're telling them how they could do something on their own if they wanted to do that on their own. And really, we're just trying to help. If we in coming across as, hey, you need to do this in your business. So here's how you can do it. And we teach them how in there. We've shown videos. We've done walkthroughs of things. And then at the end, it's if, hey, if you don't have the time, you don't have the inclination, you just don't want to deal with this, then we're here to help. And so that value add without the hard sales pitch, without the, you know, download this form. But if you need help, we're here for you. That message seems to have resonated. And we have yet to do a webinar where we haven't walked away with a new client. True inbound. Or, or at least a book yeah. sale. True maybe yeah, I love it. A true, a true inbound marketer. And, you know, the people that are really finding the most success right now are leading with the education because, people, you know, most people don't want to be hard sold these days, right? Uh, I, I, I love the approach. Um, and uh, I, I love the hard takeaways um, with the, you know, with the different formulas that you have. So if we're going to leave people with some key takeaways, uh, how, so, so enumerate some of those for the people uh, listening today. So try direct mail. <laughs> I mean, there's there's number one. Give give it a whirl. It's um, I don't think you'd be disappointed if you got the messaging and the target rate. If you know what you're looking for, you know where you're who you're trying to get to. There in Canada Post or the USPS, there are ways to get to that business or that individual through that channel. Give it a shot. There's lots of local businesses that are that are out there that can that can help you with that. Those, you know, small print shops often will do direct mail services for you. Find, find someone who can help you with that. And I think you're, you'll see in particular in Canada, the sort of avoid anti-spam, anti-spam uh, legislation. Direct mail is a really interesting way to prospect because you don't have to worry about that side of it. Um, other take, add value, just add value. Just be, be there coming from a place of wanting to help. And uh, that's what's worked best for me. Um, so if you're there and you're kind of giving away content or helping and showing them how to do it for themselves, when they get to the point where they're either they can't take it any further, they're going to remember that this person helped me and they got me to a point. And now that it's time for me to spend some money on it, they're going to come back and talk to you. So that would be that. Find some good partners, find partners that work well with you. So um, or that just sort of share the same values. And then probably the biggest one is just be yourself. Kind of, kind of funny. I was talking to my wife before the coming on today to the podcast. I'm like, should I put a nice shirt on? What should I? This is me. This is who I am. I'm, you know, wearing a pink hoodie, and so I think it's pink. I'm colorblind. So, but uh, it's be yourself because people buy from people. Yeah, I, I love that takeaway. And I was going to ask you what advice you'd have for marketers, but I couldn't think of some better ones than be yourself and add value along the way. Anything else you'd add to that? Maybe just two things. Be patient. It takes time. It's. I mean, there are overnight successes and great, good for them, and 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 you know, high fives to them. But it takes time, and it's not a straight line. So just have some patience, and you don't have to reinvent the wheel. There's there, you know, again, people buy from people. There's lots of business out there. There's a, an abundance of things that are available, and an abundance of services that that people need. You know. You don't have to reinvent the way. You don't have to create something new for yourself. Find yourself a great partner like Vendasta and, and off you go. Jeez, you, you know, we live in an on-demand world and uh, I, I, I also couldn't think of some better advice than be patient. People don't, don't really have patience when it comes to success and all things uh, growth related uh, in, the, in this day and age. Last question, if someone wanted to get a hold of you and continue the conversation, how do they get a hold of you, Brian? 
You can go to www.lightswitchmedia.ca or you can email us at info at lightswitchmedia.ca. Brian Davidson, uh, amazing uh, bunch of takeaways for us. Lightswitch Media, thanks for taking some time out of your very busy schedule to join us in the Conquer Local podcast. Thanks very much for having me. It's been fun. Good luck to you, sir. And we uh, look forward to having a follow-up chat uh, sometime down the road here. Sounds good. Thanks, Jeff. I really enjoyed our conversation with Brian. Direct mail marketing can still be highly effective in today's digital world due to digital fatigue. Providing targeted and valuable content through direct mail can grab the attention of customers, especially when combined with digital strategies like integrating QR codes and Facebook targeted ads. Building a successful marketing agency requires patience and perseverance. Offering complimentary services and valuable educational content through webinars can help establish rapport and attract clients. And lastly, finding a niche and forming partnerships can also contribute to long-term success in the marketing industry. If you've enjoyed Brian Davidson's episode on discussing the power of direct mail in the digital age, revisit some of our older episodes from the archives. Check out episode 622, The Art of Traditional and Digital Marketing Strategies with Darren Anderson, or episode 619, Empowering Communities and Driving Economic Prosperity with Heather Thompson. Until next time, I'm Jeff Tomlin. Get out there and be awesome. You've been listening to the Conquer Local podcast presented by Vendasta. Tune in next week for a new episode. Guest discovery and produced by Suleiman Adam. Marketing by Rory Lawford, Brandon Moore, and Suleiman Adam. Executive producers, Brendan King, Jeff Tomlin, and Suleiman Adam. Recorded at Vendasta headquarters on the Canadian prairies.